Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Nine Wonderful Pitches. It's I had a funny dream the other night, right? And it was a bloody wrestle dream, hey. let me tell you now, because it's wrestle dream this what Sunday. Nothing, it was <laughs> oh, just a, oh, um, no. oh. um, It's wrestle dream on Sunday, my birthday. <gasps> what, <laughs> a what a dream. He's wrestle planned dream it for it you, Tony Khan. I'm making an appearance. Um, no, um, but it is wrestle dream this Sunday, and it's... It feels like there was nothing announced for ages or very few matches announced. Checked Wikipedia the other day. Full card. Nine banger matches. matches. It's classic A-dub. Mm. Under-deliver on the build, over-deliver on the night. Yes. Um, and I, I think, looking at the... It's weird that MJF again isn't in the main event with his belt and stuff, mm. but it looks like it's a good card. Oh, yeah. It Danielson does. and Zach. Mm-hmm. Zach Dingle. Can't wait. Zach yeah. Dingle. The, the man. You looking forward to it as well? Yeah, Zach Dingle. The man. Zach Dingle versus Brent Danielson. Uh, and many other matches as well. Maybe we'll talk about some of them in, well, I hope we do, in this video. Uh, if you've never seen nine pitches before, we go around Ross, then Andrew, then myself three times, and we're left with nine wonderful pitches for AEW Wrestle Dream. But remember, it's not what we think's going to happen. It's, it's what, what we, we want to happen. That was a slower one. That took a, that was like a yeah. halftime one. It's like a yell. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to start us off there? Oh, <laughs> right. yeah, why not? Yeah. Julia Hart mists Chris Statlander in the face in the midst of their TBS title match, and for the first time in professional wrestling history, the referee catches it happening, and Julia has been disqualified. This really upsets Julia, and she missed the referee, and then missed Chris again in the face, even though she's already deceased. Julia then starts screaming and summons Brody King into the ring. I assume Brody King will be down at ringside, like in the managerial father role he's been in in recent times. And the pair start doing some kind of ritual on Chris Statlander inside that there wrestling ring and it's proper spooky but it doesn't go on for too long before it becomes awkward. Pointing at the entranceway, Julia summons with a little waggly finger someone else and <laughs> someone else to appear and someone else does appear in the form of a mysterious hooded figure. Oh. Some might say a druid. I don't oh. even know. The hooded figure gets into the ring and reveals herself straight away. No bollocks about this one and it's Maria May who I've been watching on the YouTube recently because uh, she's been linked with AEW, so I thought I'd better swat up. Mariah, so I look like I know Mariah, what I'm talking about. Mariah, Mariah. Mar- is it Mariah? I think so. Mm-hmm. My God, the I've been English, English by last, the English last blonde. Yeah, yeah Mar- Mariah, me do. It's all right. 
You're living there, don't you? You're living yeah, there. Yeah, uh, She's now formed a tag team with Julia and a, as a pair of spooky ladies who will wreak havoc on the AEW women's division from here on out. It might sound people who know Mariah May, mm-hmm. but I think it would work on two levels. First of all, if you do know her, you wouldn't see her coming for this sort of role. If you don't know her, she's an impressive professional wrestler who you don't know anyway, so it would work in that role anyway. Plus, I think down the line, you could get Julia versus Mariah, who could go back to what she might just be in stardom at the present time, by Whistle Waslin Julia, who continues to be a goth. The more, the more that you say it, I'm now worried that I've got it wrong. So it's one of the two. I don't know. I just listened to a few videos, and the couples. I, I will say, a couples did go Maria. A couple right. did go Mariah. Maybe oh. I'm wrong. It does look like Mariah when it's There's written down. There's an H down. on the A. Yeah. yeah. I'll just say May then instead. Mrs. May. M and M. M and M. Double M. Yes. Is that a bit, yeah, yeah it. it's good. It's a short and sweet one to start. That's all right. It could be retiring time for me on the pictures videos. I said, I said <laughs> no, 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 no. I feel no, like no, I'm saying no. the same things every month, but with different You've people. That was different. Yeah, that You've was never different. mentioned. I can't a remember. Druids, I can't remember any um, well, it's a yes for me. At first, I was skeptical because of the DQ finish to what oh, yes. I think is the only women's match on the card currently. Is it actually? Mm-hmm. A, I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Tony, but yeah. ooh, the pacing of my show. Um, but uh, I like the introduction of a new character. I agree with what you say. Like, if you know her, that's cool. But if you don't, there's the intrigue there as intrigue. well. Yeah. So it's a yes from me. It's a yes from me because I feel like in these sort of uh, cross promotional uh, pay per views and stuff, we need some more lady representation from like the stardom and, and everything like that. Uh, also, I'd kind of like to see a, a really dominant. Women's tag team knocking about. That's dude. what I was thinking. I think that would well. be kind of cool to see. I know there's no division, but there's also, you know, you've got the room outcasts. For a division, the though. outcasts for a while there, but they didn't really yeah. captivate, did they? No. no. Anyway. So I think that'd be pretty that'd be pretty cool. And then also seeing them maybe go up against like the outcasts or like Soraya or whatever as well. Ooh. That could be pretty nice that. Yeah. Yeah. The mist versus the spray can. The yes. battle of the ages. <laughs> a battle of the ages. It writes itself. It's two yeses to start off I with. I didn't expect that, so it's promising starts. Andrew. I was good. <laughs> I was good. All right. Uh, I'm going to AEW Collision this week, and then we'll get to the pay-per-view in a bit, all right? Brian Danielson takes the mic to talk about his upcoming match with New Japan Pro Wrestling World Television Champion Zack Sabre Jr. Now, after last Sunday's New Japan Destruction in Kobe event, uh, Zack Sabre Jr. in the backstage press has said of his upcoming match with Danielson, if you don't kick my effing head in, I'll end your effing career, I tell thee. Mm. Bloody hell fire. This is the statement that Danielson lingers on for his collision promo. He talks about how some might have misinterpreted what he said about winding down his in-ring career. Yes, whilst he might be slowing down in terms of his appearances so he can spend more time with his family, that doesn't mean that the intensity of his in-ring wrestling ability, ability will be slowing down anytime soon. Some have mistaken his comments as a sign of weakness, thinking that his recent arm injury has not only made him an easy target for defeat, but also that his title uh, that, that his title of being the best in the world is also up for debate. De- debate mm. Sorry, bruv. And he's <laughs> taking a shot there at Will Ospreay. Who said that very good, yeah, yeah. Idiot, man. <laughs> but right now, Danielson very much focused on Zack Sabre Jr. And if the Texas death match with Ricky Starks last week didn't prove that Danielson isn't slowing down anytime soon, then how about this, Mr. Sabre Jr.? 
a match that's been on the cards in AEW for well over a year, a match the fans have been salivating for. You want to end my career, Zach? I'm giving you the chance to step up and do it in my home state. 60 minutes, submissions only Iron Man match. 60. To prove who really is the best technical wrestler in the world, just to give the people what they want. Because we've been waiting for a bit, you know what I mean? And I'm thinking in a similar vein to like, Benoit versus Angle at Backlash as well. Some in those realms. Yeah. There. Not MJF and, well, you know, not submission, but, you know, the but 60 yeah, minute yeah, bit, yeah. yeah. So he just excels. It was Danielson, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. He excels at 60 minutes. Oh, the best he's bloody ever. good. Mm. Um, <laughs> That's what, no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so anyway, we get the match at Wrestle Dream. Danielson ekes out the win. We'll say like 4-3 uh, in a close ending that sees Zach applying the LaBelle look, but Brian counters it into that hammerlock oblique stretch thing that he used to, submit Arcada with, which mm-hmm. is Sabre mm-hmm. Jr.'s mm-hmm. move, obviously. Mm-hmm. So he gets the victory of, with that. And then after the grueling 60 minutes, there's a show of respect from both Zack and Danielson as they shake hands, and the New Japan TV champion exits up the rampway, clutching his recently broken arm whilst having the other raised in victory. Danielson is just bathing in the cheers from the Seattle crowd before... Oh. Oh. No, that was rubbish. Yeah. There you go. A hidden blade hits the American dragon's <laughs> neck from behind and leaves the and leaves him sprawled across the canvas. My goodness. And it's Will Ospreay, obviously, holding his IWGP United Kingdom title high above Brian. He's standing over Brian. He hoists the title high, and it signals what's next to come for Mr. Brian Danielson's future, mm. which I think could be kind of nice. So I assume this is happening after the six-man. Uh, yes. The yes, Callis yes, family. Yes. Oh, yeah, it's 60 minutes. I reckon we close it out. It's the thing that everybody's been waiting for, isn't it? So close it out with that. That would be delightful. I fear for Brian Danielson's safety in this pitch. <laughs> with that arm. That's what we need to think about. That's... A submission specialist. Absolutely. It's not like a twig. It will be, yeah. Oh, my God, it's a yes from me. Though. Like <laughs> It's a yes from me as well. I like how you've taken the current intensity of Brian Danielson's run against like Ricky Starks and mm-hmm. stuff, and then this match with Zach Sabre Jr. And then with the introduction of Osprey, you've elevated it. Oh, oh. It lives, it breathes. Yeah. I also, the name of the band, is it? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also wanted to throw in there with the IWGP UK title, I want Danielson to go after a New Japan belt because he, he, if he's winding down his career, he's got lots of things he wants to tick off his bucket mm. list. So maybe Osprey puts that on the line for him as well. It's a know? big match we've never had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I Just agree. cryogenically freeze Birdie B. <laughs> Prolong the retirement it's for a couple more years. Yeah. Forever. She's got to be well, she's she's six be or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> five or six That's for a couple more years. Yeah. Do you remember when he was like, "Oh, I'm, I'm leaving wrestling to spend time with my family," and then he came back like the next week. If it That's was a heel move, if it was Christian Cage, he would do that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, it's been four yeses so far. My first pitch is maybe the one I'm least confident about, okay. so I'm a bit worried about this one, but. The glaring thing to me that is weird about this card is that it was initially billed, as we know, as an Antonio Inoki tribute show, which had me thinking it would be a bit like Forbidden Door, but there's actually not that much of a New Japan presence on Mm. the card. Like, Hangman and Swerve, is that the sort of match we thought we'd see here? Maybe not. I'm not against it being on the card, but it's just the card hasn't been what I thought it would be. Uh, At the minute, Zack Sabre Jr. is a New Japan guy, and there's people who were recently with the company, like Aussie Open and Ibushi. But in my mind, the closest person to Inoki in the current wrestling landscape and it was highlighted since I wrote this on Collision, is Shibata. Mm. Um, Eddie Kingston talked about that in his video package, I think, on Collision. Um, Because of Shibata's injuries and the fact New Japan don't seem to feel comfortable booking him anymore in proper matches, uh, when Inoki passed away, they sort of channeled their tributes to Inoki through Okada. 
Uh, it was Okada getting the big win over Jay White in the main event of the following Wrestle Kingdom, wearing the all-black gear like Inoki, even, I think, hitting some of Inoki's moves en route to victory. But Okada's not really like Inoki. He's mm. not the sort of... Whereas Shibata, if he was still a full-time member of the New Japan roster, I'd like to think they'd have done something with him instead because he's already much more similar to Inoki. Martial arts, strikes, submissions, all-black gear, and I put serious and manly as mm. well. He is. Mm. Big boy. Um, yeah, Tall boy. Yeah, Big tall yeah, boy. tall boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, unfortunately, when I was thinking all this, I realized that there's only one result I should pitch that should definitely happen at Wrestle Dream, and also I think it's one of the least likely Shibata beating. No, no, no. Eddie Kingston. To me, it's not too bad if he does. No. Well, I've got more. I can justify it. Um, it's only the Ring of Honor world title. <laughs> I've said I don't and think the New Japan strong. I don't think that's gonna happen because it's Eddie's first big defense of the title. I don't know if it's gonna make him look great if he loses so fast. But if Tony really wants to put his money where his mouth is and make this a real tribute to Anoki, Shibata should be the one who wins. I have two defenses for this. One, um, because because I admit it, so it does sound like an awful booking decision so soon after Eddie's big win. But one, if Eddie wins, then it's a victory for more of an old Japan style over the new Japan strong mm-hmm. style. Eddie is a self-confessed 90s old Japan fanboy. And yes, his favorite might be the most Inoki-esque of the four pillars in Kawada, but Shibata is still more far representative of strong style than Eddie Kingston. Secondly, if Eddie loses, he'll immediately, I think, be able to be booked in some kind of self-doubting, self-loathing sort of breakdown, which I think he'd really excel in that role, making Mm. for some great promos, great matches as he builds himself back up. And also, I think it would free him up to go after the AEW title, which I still don't think TK realizes how good a Kingston title reign would be. And the fact that he's made him Ring of Honor champion makes me worry that he's kind of thrown him a bone and he's gone, well, you've got the Ring of Honor belt now. Get off off to the side. Um, If he lost it straight away, um, it would give him the storyline motivation to build himself back up and pursue an even bigger goal. No disrespect to the amazing legacy of the Ring of Honor belt, but the AEW title is just bigger in 2023, isn't it? It's bigger right now. Mm. So that's that's my first pitch. It would be a bitter pill to swallow at the time, but the big picture, it's a yes. Thank you. Eddie Kingston away from Ring of Honor. I think AEW and Ring of Honor going their separate ways again is much needed. Mm. There's too it's much Ring of again. Honor in my... Yeah. It's happened again. Like Everything's sort of just all fallen into the AEW camp, hasn't it? And it got so much better the first time they went <coughs> their separate ways. I think they should do it again. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, I think, as Ross was saying there, in, in the bigger picture, in the longer term, I think I'd like that a lot to see that happen at least anyway and I think you're right I think an Eddie Kingston title reign would be tremendous as well well maybe it doesn't even need to be that long a title reign but the pursuit of the title yeah, the pursuit, yeah. I mean that's always pursuit. the thing that we enjoy the most I feel like as well isn't yeah. it is the pursuit and when fin- someone finally gets that belt Hangman Page Hangman Page and then but oh yeah but then afterwards uh, that's what I mean the reign yeah, itself yeah. although I think we'll look but it wasn't as bad as everyone says it wasn't it, the, the matches were good the storylines weren't there yeah that's what it was that wasn't really his fault no it wasn't now he's it wasn't. friends again with the Bucks oh. yeah. what a fantastic what's going on by the he's way the you, Honor Trios you champion. probably talked about this on last week's podcast but what's going on with Matt Jackson at the minute what, what look at mean? look at my muscles. Look how cool I look. I don't know. We sacrificed CM Punk for wanky self-serving Young Bucks Thank promos. Thank you. Yeah. So. Now we're all. Yeah. yeah. Oh. CM Punk. CM Punk. Yeah. I'm um, not, not happy about that. What if we I'm, glad we've, all, I'm <laughs> glad we've all come round to. Hit the red button, I'm Brandon. Sure, I'm sure Brandon, everyone, it's the red one. I'm, oh. sure, I'm sure that everyone watching unanimously agrees that <laughs> that is right. And that, yeah. Yeah. It's a shame, but there we go. Mm. In the early parts of the show, we see a promo segment that involves both members of Better Than You, Babe. M. Jeff snatches the mic from the remarkable Renee Paquette and says, Adam Cole, we need to talk. 
This isn't working, man. I'm the AEW world champion, but due to the popularity of our bro Chacho-ness, all of the focus have been on these things. And I'm being used for the, the Ring of Honor yeah. tag team titles. And I'm being used for exposure for a crappy little indie promotion I don't give a toss about. Oh. I've got Ring of Honor jabronis like the kingdom say my name. This is crap. I remember a time when AEW fans said the money of AEW wars, all this Ring of Honor stuff was a low point in our company's fledgling histories. And things got immeasurably better when the two promotions became their own things again. I don't know what we're doing here. I believe it would be the best interest for all concerned if the same thing happened again in 2023. I've had enough, man. All these teams we're facing, they're just not good enough to lace our boots. And I'm bored of rocking up to a pay-per-view and wrestling the righteous, for Christ's sake. I want to relinquish these titles and move on, man. Adam Cole, obviously, is on the brink of tears at this point. But Max then says, I've been speaking with that dirty Mark Tony Khan. And if we win this matchup against the righteous because daddy still wants his pay-per-view payday which makes things make sense we get to vacate these titles and they'll go to a team who wins a tournament and actually cares about them crew q crowd booze and he's like whoa, whoa wait i'm no schmuck that's something MJF might say. Mm-hmm. We also get to be acting general managers of Collision because Tony Khan has been speaking about this new era of professional wrestling that's coming in with this Wrestle Dream. Go back and watch the promo package for Wrestle Dream. It's the last thing he says. Uh, new era, dawn, all things like that. And I'm here to announce streaming deal in place of pay-per-views and a proper brand extension between Dynamite and Collision, but one where champions can appear on both shows. Well, hey, think about it, Adam. We'd be booking our own stuff. Yas! Yes, queen. So, of course, on the show, they win. And the AEW world champion is now acting general manager of Collision alongside his best friend, Adam Cole. What could possibly go wrong? It's the splitting away we just spoke about before I did this one. The Ring of Honor going one way, the uh, the AEW going the other way, but also not losing the bro chachos, which is still not getting old at this point. So the brand, but the brand splits Dynamite and Collision. Yes. Right, okay. So you have exclusive rosters, but floating champions. Cole and MJF, the face of collision. Well, MJF on both because he's a champion currently, mm. but you know what I mean. It, it'll work itself. <gasps> that could be very cool. I know people don't like the thought of an AEW brand extension, but I'm watching Collision since, you know, CM Punk left and it's lost what it was. Yes, it has. It's a massive shame. It's become what Rampage was becoming. Best in the world. Uh, well, it's a, it's a, uh, well, I thought it was the right call to let him go. I think it probably still is the right call to let him go. They've just clearly made Dynamite the A-Show and Collision where the jobbers face the established names yeah. more times than they'd be sure in the space of one card. Yeah. <laughs> Real glass. Hit the red button, brand. Woo, we're cool. Go cry. Love it. Cry me river. Oh, it's a yes from me as well. Yeah, it's a good idea. Collision was, at the time, doing, in my mind, was the superior show. It was, yeah. And I like the idea of it being a bit more, it would be a bit more different, wouldn't it, with MJF? It would be yeah. like, it would, it would give an excuse to do some Slightly more unconventional booking, and then Dynamite, you can have just be the traditional wrestling show. I like it. It's yeah. a mess from me. It's a bit of more 2024 brought into it as well. Tony mm. Khan trying to keep MJF there mm. when he's just lost Jade. Ooh. <clears throat> Ooh. Mm. General manager That'd when he's good. the world I think it'd be cool as well because then if you've got. Would, uh, sorry, you said Adam Cole would also be a general manager. Could. It's you? like Bischoff and Austin of That'd the modern like, day. I think that would be. I think that's a dynamic that would work really well in that role as well, because then you can get Adam Cole trying to like eke out another sort mm. of title thing from MJF and and stuff like that. So Cole I think thinks that he's, could be really good. Cole thinks he's playing GM mode. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he could be sat there like yeah. with a controller. Austin Creed with a shoot appearance out of nowhere. <gasps> <gasps> Imagine. 
They're fighting each not well, uh, uh, Xavier Woods and Kenny Omega, aren't they? In like a Tekken like tournament that. thing or something. Yeah, I don't have a wrestling. Like Tekken. I'm wrestling. I do you quite like, like Tekken. Real men. Out of all the real men. Out of all the beat them up games, as I believe the genre is called, beat them up. Yeah. Um. Then my favorite one probably is Tekken. Yeah. Horang's my boy. Horang is a good. Is a good and taekwondo kicks. You can't dodge him. Yoshimitsu's good. Troll character. Hate oh him. wow! Hate him. Wow! He's got a sword. That's not allowed. He does. There's a one that's a big bear. Oh, a big fat bear. A big bear. It's cool. Yeah. Oh, shout out to John Cena, by the way, who watches the channel. Apparently, I saw you. We nominated uh, <laughs> fat, fat bears for the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast Hall of Fame last Friday, and this Tuesday, John Cena posted a picture of a fat bear on Instagram. It I'm can, not saying it can it, only mean. It, it can only thing. mean. He loves fat bears. He does. John Cena loves <laughs> fat bears. Hey, I'll tell you what. It's, yeah. it's all yeses so far. It is all yeses Name so far. Pressure. It might be the first. No, I'm just saying. Again, this is, uh, as, as you were saying, Jack, about your first one. This is probably my weakest one. All right. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll find out, won't we? So uh, I'm going to the two out of three falls match for the TNT title between the absolutely valiant and noble champion Christian Kidd uh-huh. against the horrible, horrible man Darby Allen just disgusting. it. Uh, before the match, Christian and Luchasaurus, uh, with Luchasaurus in tow, sorry, is being interviewed backstage by Alexi Nair about, um, sorry, when they're suddenly interrupted by staff and medical personnel rushing straight past them. The TVs behind the champion cut to a feed, showing Darby Allen tending to a bloodied sting, who's clearly <sighs> been viciously assaulted. Oh, dear. Um, ah! Says Christian, I see you found my handiwork. <laughs> I don't know why he sounds like that. That's what he would say. <laughs> you have found my handiwork, yes? Twiddling his turtleneck. Twiddling his turtleneck. Uh, you see, if Tony Khan wants to give Darby Allen the unfair home field advantage, then I had to level the playing field a little bit myself <laughs> in this cesspit they call Seattle. Disgusting. But since I was too busy trying not to catch a disease on these tainted lands, I had to call in a favour. These favor. tainted lands? <laughs> talking like <laughs> Keith Lee. Salutations. I don't know why he's like an old villain. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> on these tainted I... shores. <laughs> uh, the land of grunge and rain. <laughs> <laughs> I had to call in a favour, says Christian. Now, Christian looks towards, Lu- uh, towards Luchasaurus, though, and then looks back and he goes, but from someone who actually knows a thing or two about being a successful f- Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Fighting honorable champion. As Christian leaves the ring, Luchasaurus hangs back for a moment and looks as confused as one fully grown dinosaur possibly could in that scenario. Now, the match gets underway, and Cage is basically he's just reveling in the fact that this is once again essentially a two-on-one handicap match at this point. Uh, the champ even gets the first fall of the bout. Uh, we see sort of, after getting rocked by Darby, Cage rolls out of the ring to catch a breather next to Luchasaurus, but he's Christian Cage, so he rightfully predicts that Allen usually follows something like this up with a coffin drop to the outside. However, Cage pulls Luchasaurus into the firing line instead to avoid the damage himself, and then he takes advantage of that quick tosses uh, Darby Allen into the ring and hits a swift unprettier to score that their advantage. Mm. But the second fall <clears throat> goes in the favor of Darby Allen, however, as during the match's progression, Cage starts to notice that Luchasaurus isn't really getting involved to sway the decision too much in his favor. After a particularly close pinfall attempt from Darby, Christian is rattled. He starts shouting at Luchasaurus on the outside, why didn't he help break up the count, keep the ref busy or something like that? But the verbal altercation, however, is enough of a distraction for Darby to roll up Cage with a last upper pin to score the tiebreaker. So that is one apiece for each competitor. Now, after multiple failed attempts to try and finally put Darby away for good, Christian's frustration boils over as he calls for Luchasaurus to fetch the TNT title belt. And now in a callback to last week's match on Collision, at Collision, <laughs> sound mm. drunk, Luchasaurus steps onto the apron, but doesn't seem to want to let the title out of his grasp. Christian, though, in a fit of rage, berates and even slaps the former TNT champion before prying the belt from the big dinosaur man's hands. But before he winds up to clock Darby with the strap, Luchasaurus suddenly lays the champion out with a right hand to a rapturous, to a rapturous response from the crowd. However, we soon come to realize... Rap rapturous. Rapt oh. Rapturous. God. God. Sorry. Couldn't help it. That was perfect. It's compulsive. However, we soon come to realize that disqualifications still apply as the ref calls for the bell. The third and final fall is a disqualification in the favor of Christian Cage. Now, Cage, whilst initially shocked and taken aback with what just happened, soon has the realization sink in that he's just retained the title thanks to Luchasaurus. So his confusion gives way to a wry smirk as he taps the side of his head with his finger. And he gestures towards his brainwashed compadre as if to say, hey, that's a smart move, friend. You're learning, I tell me. Oh, my brainwashed compadre on the shore. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yes. oh his language him. is it, it, it's broadening yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, in this pay-per-view, right? Uh, and as the retaining champ champion embraces Luchasaurus, though, a frustrated Darby launches himself towards Christian, who once again just moves out of the way and lets Luchasaurus take the brunt of the damage before hitting Allen in the back of the head with the belt. Now, instead of checking on his friend Luchasaurus, though, Christian instead looks more concerned for the well-being of the title and starts to shine it up and kiss it as he so often likes to do. He, lo he loves that belt. Mm -hmm. And he tells a dazed Luchasaurus to get up, you dafty. Get, the, get me on your shoulders right now. 
So as Christian celebrates his victory with a huge smile plastered across his face, he signals for Luchasaurus to place him back down on the canvas by patting his head. But nothing. He pats Luchasaurus's head again, as he does. We've seen him do that. Nothing. His smile turns to one of concern as we all know what's coming. That's right. The Dino Man finally snaps and brings the TNT champion back down to Earth with an electric chair drop. As Luchasaurus stalks, KG finally wraps his hand around the throat of Christian, ready to deliver a monstrous chokeslam when Sting comes running from the back, inevitably ready to get in on the action. Running out. He's running. He's running. He's inevitably ready to get in on the action and exact his revenge on the champion for the vicious beatdown pre-match. Now Sting slides into the ring, looks at Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus looks back at Sting and then out into the crowd. They're all going, yeah! He's bloody good, this. But before he can execute the choke slam, whammy, whammy. What's that from? That's from. I don't know. Anchorman. Anchorman. This, yeah. this whammy. whammy. This pitch is in a solemn uh, senses. I'm just in the fire. We line. get a swift kick to the testes, and it brings the big man down to his knees. And after a moment's pause between Sting and Christian Cage, the icon bounces off the ropes and hits a spear on Luchasaurus. You see, everybody, it's not Sting's face paint on this character. No, it's a Sting mask, on, everybody, man. which went slowly He's about peeled four inches off. Shorter than him, actually, which no, went slowly peeled off. Reveals none other. None other? None other. Is it than, Tyson Tomko? Then Tyson Tomko. AKA Adam Copeland himself <laughs> aligning himself alongside his absolutely very real biological oh, brother. Well, my third Christian pitch is Cage. just gone, isn't it now, Andrew? It's, eh? it's my gone. third pitch is gone. Where's it gone? Where it's I irrelevant now. Clearly said Tyson Tomko there. <laughs> I am beside myself with rage. Ah, ah, I'm sorry. It's all right. It's, it's a good, it's a good I've got a feeling we might have all pitched the same oh, thing. Oh, no, no, Sting. Let us know which one you prefer oh, down below. God, I might as well swap my order around and just do that one next, I suppose. I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. It's a yes from me. It's Thank a yes you. from me as well. Really? I thought it was far too winding. I was thinking you were going to be like... My, my aftermath is different. Mine's okay. more, yeah, so it'll be all right, I okay. suppose. My aftermath is disgusting. Mm. Disgusting? It's one of the worst things I've ever written down in my life. I am excited. Yeah. It's not a good image. I'll um, I'll do mine then. Yeah. I'll swap around my second and third ones. <laughs> Nick Wayne finally snaps and turns on uh, Darby Allen during his TNT title match with yes. Christian Cage. Amen. It's what needs to happen. Because he's he's got enough reason to now. I think yeah. he forgave AR Fox. But, Darby's an yeah. idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> man. Trying to climb a mountain. We do. <laughs> um, he hits him with a belt behind the referee's back. Christian makes the cover one, two, three, but it is two out of three falls. Darby, Darby bravely fights back and wins a fall back against Christian when he finally goes too far and slaps Luchasaurus, who chokes slams him and walks out. Yes. Coffin drop, one, two, three, one apiece. But then, uh-oh, Christian pulls the ref in the way of a coffin drop and everyone's down in the ring, including the official. You think you know me. <laughs> oh, Tyson Tom. Don't know if they can use the real song. If no, not, they would be able to because it's a band's song, isn't it? Right. So if they get the rights. I don't know if they can use the same voice, you think. Oh, you know that me. bit maybe. They might have yeah. chopped it up. They've chopped it up as well. Mm, yeah. Way, so I've said it. Sound a bit different. If, if not, just get Tony Khan to say it. Yeah. You think you know me? You think, <laughs> oh, oh. I'm scared for my life. Um, Edge arrives and demolishes Darby with a spear. I imagine Darby takes a really good spear. Mm. And Christian retains the TNT title. Excuse me. Thus begins the reign of Edge and Christian, as well as their protege, Nick Wayne. Mm. Edge, Christian, and Wayne 
ECW. Taz is not a fan of this. ECW run wild for a few weeks. Maybe Edge and Christian even win the ROH tag titles from MJF and Cole at some point. Imagine that in the history books, I've said. Edge and Christian, Ring of Honor tag team champions. Eventually, it's the new year. This is further. There's been a few weeks. Is my mic still on? I just clipped it there. Thanks, Joel. Um, eventually, it's the new year, and things have started to strain, though, between the two old friends. Mm. Edge is still his opportunistic self, but he also knows when to have a laugh, guys. Christian's very different from the man Edge once knew and keeps mocking people's dead family members. That's not very awesome. <laughs> <laughs> things come to a head when they lose the tag belts to, I've put, just for example, maybe Brian and Zach, who've gained each other's respect oh, after, okay. and they finally turn on one another. This sets up a match for revolution, but it's no mere singles match. <laughs> I've written this a bit like you. <laughs> it's a tag match with mystery partners. They face off in the ring on the go-home dynamite and Edge says, if we're doing this, I want someone by my side who's had your number in the past. It's Sting. Sting makes his entrance. Christian runs away before getting a chance to reveal his partner. So he says, I guess you'll find out who my partner is at the pay-per-view. We get to the pay-per-view, Edge and Sting make their entrance, they're waiting in the ring. On the Tron, we see Christian in the back. He says, I've made some calls, and I've found a tag partner that Sting has never beaten one-on-one. -on -one. And I think you know him quite well. He approaches a locker room door and knocks on it. Dun, dun, dun. No. Thus begins the era of Christian and Goldberg. I just think they'd be a funny pair. Collisions lost a bit of spice since CM Punk left, as Ross would say, and maybe these two guys are the remedy. There we go. Goldberg? Imagine, imagine <laughs> you know, like Luchasaurus has been Christian's henchman. Imagine that, but just with Goldberg. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, oh. why not? <laughs> Let's try it on for size. You can give it a know if you really want. Oh, no, no, I'm willing to try it on. Yeah. Like a pair of stilettos down the shop. I'll give it a go. <laughs> it might not end well, but I'll give it a go. Okay. I'll give it a go. I thought you were going to say Christian's mystery partner was all of a sudden going to be Darby Allen. No. Oh, come on. Why would they align? Oh, we're going to say John Cena. Oh, John oh, Cena. Yeah. Or someone who's beaten Edge. <laughs> yeah. Someone who's beaten Sting. Big oh, fat bears. Oh, oh. I mean, the, Sting's never beaten Goldberg one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. I had a look. Mm. Um, they've had multiple singles matches in WCW. Never. Sting never beat him. And for that reason alone, I'm going to say yes then. That reason alone. That, I think that would Thank make you. for... Television. Tony's been in touch with Goldberg, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah apparently yeah. so. Okay, mm. fair enough. God. <laughs> Goldberg on collision? Yeah. Of the day. Right, it's Christine <laughs> Cage versus Darby oh, Allen for the wow. TNT title in a two out of three falls match. It goes without saying, but I'll say it anyway, that Christine is out there with Luchasaurus, even though Luchasaurus should be off on his own after what Christian did last week on Collision. Mm. And Darby is out there with his biological child, Nick Wayne. The, bat the match is going along swimmingly, and with the scores level at 1-1, we're on to a thrilling conclusion in the third fall. It's looking increasingly likely that Christian is going to lose before we get a double-down spot. Both men are down because it's a double down. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, we hear blaring out through the speakers inside the arena, the intro to a new theme we haven't heard before. It goes something like this in my mind. Lord have mercy. It's bu 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 Buddy Wayne. Wow. Cue some 80s hair rock that would have been a mainstay in the Memphis oh, wrestling no. territory mm. back in its heyday. I because I, I, I think I know what's happening. Because I assume that Christian Cage assumes that Buddy Wayne was a lot older than he actually was yeah. before he passed away. So Memphis 80 all makes sense in Christian's head. Oh. Oh, no. At the top of a ramp, uh, top of the ramp appears what what appears to be a rather portly fella on a motorbike. But crucially, his identity is hidden because <laughs> of a motorcycle helmet. Safety first, everybody. Oh my god! Safety first. Oh, it be? Obviously, Nick Wayne is perplexed 
as he makes his way down to the bottom of the ramp, but directly in the middle of the, like in line with the middle of the apron. So he's like straight in front of the what the motorcycle oh will do. He can't believe his dad is there because last time he checked, his father was dead. The motorcyclist goes boom, boom, and then speeds down the ramp, knocking down Wick, Nick Wayne to the floor in what can only be described as a vehicular assault. With Wayne paralyzed on the floor, Darby is almost in tears as he tends to his completely biological son. At this time, Christian drags the referee into the corner like in the kind of distraction tactic, like professional wrestling heels have done for absolutely ages. They put their hands on the chest and drag them towards the corner. It's happened before. Then, Adam Copeland appears from under the oh, other side of the ring oh, and, nails, oh, wait a and nails a shoot spear on Darby just as he's getting back into the ring from Tennant and Nick Wayne on the apron at the bottom of the ramp. Who's the it's third at, man? It's at this point oh. that Christian lets the referee go. He flops on top of Darby and he retains the title with Adam Copeland hiding around that side of the ring once more. Adam Copeland gets back in the ring and is clearly aligned with the TNT champion Christian. The motorcyclist gets in the ring and reveals herself to have been Nick Wayne's mom in a oh, fat what? suit. <laughs> Nick Wayne's mom in a fat suit. Nick Wayne's mother then links arm with Christian no, and the trio no. of Nick Wayne's mother, Adam Copeland no. and Christian Cage <laughs> leave the ring. And then, I'd have a shower after writing this bit, and then with Christian and Nick Wayne's mother stood over the stricken body of Nick Wayne, Christian Cage and Nick Wayne's mother neck on like their litre and edge from 2006. What are you doing? Oh, oh this is sick. Oh, this is so, so sick. Softcore pornography there too. <laughs> oh, what? What a, what a swerve. <laughs> oh. So no. yes from me, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Ross was saying that he's like, oh, I just don't come up with any more original ideas. <laughs> that is, that, you, you couldn't be further from the <laughs> truth. I've never heard a pitch where someone's own mother runs them over with a motorbike. <laughs> oh, my God. Disguised as their own dead husband. She loves, she loves Christian. That's right, so yeah, that's, um, that's, the, that's the most disturbing pitch I've ever... And Joel, a day to make <laughs> a stricken Nick Wayne with Christian and Nick Wayne's mom necking on the I, thumbnail I, for this video. A double day. I mean, you can just put her face over it because Trish and Christian did that, so you could... Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I don't, wow. know, what, I don't know what to give it because it's... Twist and turn. It's, it's disgusting. I, know. I think for the reveal at the end, it deserves... It's, it's a, it's, obviously, it's really good, but obviously, yeah. it's a no from me because it just made me feel really... It's like really harrowing and sad. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah it's horrible. It a bit too dark for yeah, me. Yeah. That's why I like it. I don't know why. <laughs> you are a goth boy. I am, right? a, goth, I am a big goth um, boy. I'm sorry. It's, it's just, yeah. Don't worry about it. It just doesn't sit with me right. Yeah. <laughs> I was on. I was there on the edge of my seat wondering who it was going to be. So was Christian. So was Nick Wayne. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was tremendous. Oh, oh gee, oh. Jiminy Jellicas. Cleanse me with a lovely PG pitch, please, Andrew. It is a PG pitch, oh. all right, everyone, right? It's a very short one as well. So Eddie Kingston retains the Ring of Honor World and New Japan Strong titles in a brutal match with Shibata. Uh, after a show of respect between the two following the match, Eddie grabs the mic and cuts a promo. He tells us all about how he's on top of the world right now, quite literally living out his dream and ticking, and ticking off all manner of boxes that he never thought would be possible at one point in his life. And whilst he knows that one day his dream will realistically have to end in order to feed someone else's, he's going to fight until there's nothing left to make every moment count. And that's why he's got to shoot his shot, everybody, and keep the dream alive for as long as he possibly can. Kazuchika Okada. Ooh. 
I'm calling you out. Get out here now. <laughs> Why is he Scottish? <laughs> I'm just remembering when Mark Dallas brought Triple H out. Triple H! Uh, get get out here. here now. I'm calling you out. Me versus you with these titles on the line. Not today, not next week, but next year. AEW Wrestle Dream 2024 inside the Tokyo Dome. And then I've just said we get a whole year of seeing Eddie Kingston valiantly defending his titles for the next year, getting to partake in his dream matches with the idea that he's fighting to keep his ultimate dream alive. So he, he wants to keep, he needs to keep these titles. Otherwise, he doesn't get this match, this match with Okada, basically. Um, He's spoken in the past about Okada being a dream dream opponent of his alongside Tanahashi as well, and also him defending those titles in the Tokyo Dome of all places. It'd be a lovely visual and a lovely moment for what seems like a lovely, wonderful match. I think as well, can I just add a little bit? It's a yes yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah. I think a great final opponent, like say the week before when he's got to defend it one more time to get this Okada match, mm. you want an opponent who like no one wants to see face Okada. Yeah. So I think Jungle Boy would be a perfect, <gasps> or Jack Perry. Oh, yes, please. Yeah. Absolutely. You want I to see, you're right. You want to see him face Crammy on River. Crammy on We are glad. Crammy on River. So you're a yes for me. I really thank like you, him. thank you. What's that? Oh. Uh, <laughs> just installed an update there, aren't you? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Is it a yes from you? Yeah, I don't know why, because yes I looked over at you and I saw that, and then for some reason I thought you were like having a system update then, because you didn't say anything. It always is an enlightened experience coming down with these pictures videos. <laughs> I always leave a slightly better person. Yes, it's you. Oh, thank you. Thank um, you very much. My last one's my shortest <laughs> one by far, but I was going to do it in the middle, but then the edge thing. And, mm. and so MJF and Adam Cole instantly beat the Righteous, who last time we saw were being weird in a park. Yeah, they were. Yeah. It was really, really Wyatt family. Yeah. A bit too... Like, I don't want to say they've ripped them off, but... It's 2015 Wyatt family when yeah. they're just meaningless yeah. bollocks in the promo. Which is good. It sounded nice, It's but... just a bit too similar yeah. to me. Mm. Uh, and one of the... Dutch is really Wyatt, but then Vincent will go like, you know what, you dig it, man? Yeah. <laughs> it's just strange. <laughs> Soccer! No, no, no. <laughs> More like a surfer, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. MJF and Cole instantly beat them anyway. Um, Kangaroo kicked double clothesline, it's over. MJF gets on the mic afterwards and says, hey, that was barely a match, and I don't want my devil worshippers to be shortchanged. And also, to be quite honest, I'm getting a little bit sick of being further down the card. So how about later on tonight, I come back out here and defend the AEW World Championship against anybody who thinks they deserve it. Later on the night, MJF comes out and says, right, let's see if anyone here is more devilish than the devil, and it's Pac, and he comes oh, out. Oh, hello. I think MJF should win. But like by the skin of his teeth. Mm. Right. But we just haven't seen Pac in a long time. Well, not that long, but I checked on cage match. I don't know if he's injured or anything, but the last match he had was that one against Gravity, I think. That was a big... And then he got forgotten about. Yeah. Well, the yeah. The so, irony. Um, and, and I don't know if we're biased. I don't think we are, just because being from a... Well, me and Ross, being from up here and pa finding Pac funnier than most people because of the way he said, like, yeah, buddy, lad. <laughs> but... And the video packages were great when he was, like, running down the quayside. Yeah, yeah. But... Um, I think everyone misses Pac as well, not just not yeah, just the Luckles. He's such a good wrestler, isn't he? He's just fantastic. He's legitimately one of the best in the world. Mm, and yeah. why is they not using him more? I hope when he does come back then it's something like this in mm. terms of like it, it feels more like a statement than him just coming back to do a match and then sort of going back into the mid-card a little yeah, bit. You know I, what I mean? I'll tell you what prompted this pitch was I saw a video from a few years ago it was when Pac had left WWE and I think he was in Dragon Gate 
but he would occasionally make like a really random UK indie appearance. Mm. And it was in Riptide, I think, where he wrestled um, Cara Noir. But Ooh. he was a mystery opponent, so Cara Noir came out. And then it was Pax Music with like the slow, like the guitar solo, like the mm. and he just walks out really slowly, and the crowd all just come unglued. And I thought that would be a good thing to have here. It would be cool. Yeah. It would be very cool. I don't know how MJF could possibly beat him. He could cheat, I suppose. He can cheat. He can can't cheat. He is MJF. Isn't he? He's our scumbag. He is. But yeah. he asked for me to. That's <laughs> delight. Right then. Well, I mean, I, that was meant to be my middle one. Like a little breather before the big edge pitch, but that was a nice, a nice uh, way to end. Like an after eight mint. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Big yeah. hairy Geordie after eight. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there you have it. That's um, that's our nine pitches for Wrestle Dream. And then he said Wrestle Kingdom. I'm now worried. I said that in the intro. No, because no, I said, said the dream, dream thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We've also got uh, what happened out going out in the immediate aftermath of the show as well, in case you're not watching it but want to still know what happened at Wrestle Dream and all the all the stuff. Um, are you guys looking forward to the show? Oh, yeah. I think it'll be buzzing, yeah. They always pull it out of the bag, even though sometimes the build's not the best. The one, shows are dead good. One of these days, I always think, because AWP has gone so long mm. that it's like 5, 6 in the morning here by the time it ends. One of these days, I want to be able to power through late enough to go to Weatherspoons and have a Weatherspoons breakfast afterwards. Oh. But... I've always <laughs> talked. Goal, I've always right talked there. about it, but then it gets to like six AM, and I'm like, no, I'm just going to go to bed. But I don't know. We'll have you to can, see. You could hold it out. You can hold it out just for a bit longer. Annoying Joel while he's trying to. Edit. Is it you on oh, it yeah. this time? Yeah. I'll see you, you on Sunday. Luke. You and Luke. I'll see you on Sunday. <laughs> we'll get. We'll. I don't think we will. We'll, it sounds like a good idea in theory. Anyway, thanks very much for watching, and um, leave your pitches in the comment section down below. And remember, life's a pitch, and, and then, then you die. die. No. See, see, I needed a Craig Charles there. Bye bye. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. <laughs> 